Hello and welcome to the Millennial Traveler podcast. My name is Amanda and you're tuning into the podcast for the Millennial Travel Generation. So happy to have you here. Now let's dive into another episode. Hello and welcome back. Happy to have you here. This is Amanda, and today I'm going to be talking to you about places people have actually traveled this month of June 2020 since the COVID-19 outbreak. So I'm amazed because I was waiting to see if anyone was going to be bold enough to travel during this season since, as we know, most borders are still closed, but somehow people managed to get across in certain cases and cases where non-essential travel is still banned. So I'm going to just brief you on where people have gone and of course they are millennials what's new i guess we're going to be the brave souls that will get out there as soon as possible because as i said many times i myself would be going i'm personally not afraid don't feel threatened by this virus maybe it's just because i'm in that age bracket of a millennial And I've been in isolation the entire time here. I'm normally in isolation in America, even when it's not quarantine, because that's life in the suburbs, right? So anyway, I was just happy to see that other people were exploring and experimenting with travel as of this June. And let me just get started with one person that I've seen. He's British from England in the United Kingdom. And they are allowed, I believe, to go to certain countries, for example, Italy. Now, the trouble is for people departing from England, apparently, or anywhere in the UK, that the flights are still very limited. So I know, because I personally have lived in London, that you can get direct flights to Italy. So now, in the case of this British guy, he was unable to get any direct flights to go from the UK to Italy. Now, listen to what he did, and I would not do this because I don't even like taking a very long-term stopover, although I've done it, and I'll definitely be talking about that in different episodes, but... This British guy, he apparently decided to fly from the UK to Sofia, Bulgaria. Then he took another flight and had one overnight in Rome, Italy. And from Italy, he spent a really extortionate price, in my opinion, about, I think, 50 plus euros to go from Rome to Venice. Now, if anyone's been traveling through Europe or lives there, you know that the cost of 50 euros is even more than a flight between countries internationally. So to me, that was a very steep ticket price of 50 plus euros to go on the train between Rome and Venice. Now, he didn't mention if that's the standard rate because I think that would be expensive for the local people in Italy, in my opinion. So I'm not sure if it's like the rate because people are hardly traveling and they're just trying to compensate for all the lack of travel and therefore lack of profits in the transport industry. But I thought that was ridiculously expensive, and he even said that that's usually the cost of a budget flight between countries. So again, I think that's kind of a very intense journey, one that I would want to be taking. I would not want to have to do two separate flights, including one overnight and then a train ride. That's an awful lot of traveling to me to go from point A to point B. So he didn't have any direct flights, case in point. Then when he got to Venice, apparently, everyone was very welcoming. He said he was likely one of the only tourists there, if not the only. There's no way to really tell, but it was definitely dead. Now, if anyone's in Venice, you know how insanely crowded it can be around. I've gone in the months of, I believe, April and May, and that's when it's kind of lighter tourism, but for the most part, it's quite busy. So he said that the locals were so welcoming and they were willing to offer him actually free drinks 
free food apparently and this will amaze you because they charge such high rates to take that canal ride through Venice. In fact, I haven't done it myself even because I couldn't get a good deal the two times I went. He even got a free ride on the Venice Canal when it is like fairly empty besides all the locals going about their business. So hey, I thought that was pretty cool. So despite all of the different modes of transport he had to take and taking literally like three different routes just to get to one destination, it kind of paid off for him because he was able to get a lot of freebies in Venice. And that would like be unheard of, right? But they were so welcoming because he was from another country, he was a tourist, that they were willing to give him free food, drinks, and this canal ride apparently. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that was his experience. So I think it was worth going in the end. I really do because he got these extra perks. I just personally would have waited for direct flights from the UK because if it ever picks up again, there would be many, but that's just me. And of course, the airports, as usual, as we hear in the media, are quite empty. It seemed also that many people were not wearing masks when I did watch his video. I looked like most people weren't abiding by that from his commentary. So that was pretty interesting. And there's one other case I also wanted to talk about because this is a country that I myself was considering going to. However, I wanted to wait till I knew that it was fully reopened and I wanted to legally enter, although of course Mexico, as we have seen in the media, has been quite relaxed. So I also saw an American guy from my home state of New York, except upstate New York, and I'm more downstate, he decided to go to Cancun actually, which is where I'd recently been January 2020. But I didn't understand how he was able to get in until he said that the only question the Mexico border agents asked him was how long are you staying? And even though he was only planning to stay 30 days, they still issued him the full six month visa. Now, mind you, we're in a scenario currently where the border is still closed between the US and Mexico, yet somehow they don't seem to care. So that was my biggest concern is that they, he and his girlfriend were able to get in with no trouble. However, everything is still closed. So even if you can enter and you're going somewhere and if it's fully closed, it doesn't matter. So what's interesting is that in the news media and the local papers in Mexico, they're saying that everything is open, but it's technically not open because he's there on the ground and he says you can't even go on the beach currently. So now if you're going to Mexico, even if you can slide through, the border's open, Mexico's relaxed, they don't care, would you still go when you can't do anything? He said that hardly any restaurants were open. Apparently only one place and where he was, which is Puerto Morelos, which is nearby Cancun, that was open. And then the beaches were apparently still closed and you could only go maybe at nighttime for about 15 minutes, but you have to evade the police basically because the police are still patrolling the beaches in Cancun as of this week, early June. Today is, I think this is going up June 16th. So... To me, it is not worth it. So these are like the two travel experiences I heard. So it is confirmed that yes, people are still able to travel in certain places, like in between certain countries within the European Union, for example, except Sweden, because everyone's excluding people from Sweden since they never went on lockdown. 
Well, for the most part, they are starting to relax the borders, but people are still not apt to travel. Flights are still not direct or regular. So if you're in Europe, then you are way more fortunate because if I were you, yes, I would go to Italy personally because again, I am just that fearless kind of person. I am not really worried too much about what's happening in this world. And I'm also a person who is faithful and trusts in Christ. So to me, I am not worried. But anyway, the Mexico situation as well, apparently, um, although it says borders are closed to non-essential travel till June 22nd, et cetera, et cetera. And guess what? They just extended border closure between U.S. and Canada. So now if Canada and U.S. are closed, do you honestly believe that U.S. and Mexico is going to be open? Of course not. Um, especially when it comes to like a third world country, they wouldn't trust their efficiency necessarily. So although you may be, may be able to slide into Mexico, you won't be able to do anything still because they are still closed. The beaches are still closed besides those little moments you can sneak on at nighttime apparently, but police are going to be around patrolling these areas. So if you can't go to the beach and the restaurants for the most part are not open, certainly not for dine-in as some states in America are opening for that apparently, not mine. So I think all in all, I think it's safe to say that um, travel has not really fully resumed despite all the lies and fake news I see online. Because I also keep seeing in regards to Mexico, oh, we're reopening, we're reopening. It was June and then July and then the border closure extended. So I don't think we can believe what we're hearing, but this is what I've seen. So I wanted to share with you all two different travel experiences, one within Europe, one to Mexico, to show you that like it's still fairly dead. You might get some freebies in certain places because people are so desperate just for tourism and promotion. But for the most part, I don't think you'll be able to have an active travel adventure experience. So now I would say it's still not the time. I myself am waiting to see what happens with the border reopening. I would love to be back in Italy, for sure. So we'll see what happens. I will still keep you posted. I have other episodes coming up still, again, about different topics. But I thought to update you and let you know what people are currently doing who have actually traveled during the month of June since COVID-19. So I hope... You're all doing well, stay well, be blessed, and see you next time. Thank you for joining me in another episode of the Millennial Traveler Podcast. Oh yes. So to keep in touch, please do check out the show notes below with the social media links we'll have on there, Facebook, my website, as well as an email list you can also sign up for. So please do that and If you do that, you will receive a free template that has a packing list as well as an itinerary sheet, which you can reuse repeatedly. Anyhow, thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. And I will catch you the next time.